Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Psalm 90 verse 17. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. And establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. Praise the Lord. For this service, I want to consider first a benefit of the beauty of favor. And I also want to consider a key to provoking the favor of God. Praise the Lord. So first of all, the scripture we read gives us a connection between the beauty of favor and the work of our hands. In any way, I'm considering the first benefit in this book, which is favor or the beauty of favor cures credibility issues in the marketplace, in your calling or in your business. So when we talk about the marketplace, we are talking about what God has called you to do and where he has called you to function. And there are issues why some people cannot succeed on the face of the earth. So Moses praying here, and in this prayer, he makes his prayer unto God. He said, let the beauty of the Lord, our God, be upon us. So first of all, this thing called the beauty of the Lord, our God, can come upon us. It can be upon us. And if you look at the scripture, I said, and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands, establish thou it. So there is a direct connection, a direct and positive correlation between the beauty of the Lord and the works of our hands. Let the beauty of the Lord be upon us. And how will we see it? Establish the work of our hands. So there is a direct connection. Not only that, there is also a direct connection between the beauty of the Lord and the establishment of the work of our hands. He said in the last part, the work of our hands established thou. That is to say that the beauty of the Lord upon the life of a man or the beauty of favor upon the life of a man establishes the work of their hands. They are calling, their assignment, they are business in the marketplace. Now, when we say the beauty of the Lord, we don't mean only that God is beautiful. 
when the Bible makes reference to the beauty of the Lord, the Bible is talking here about favor, which establishes the work of our hands. Therefore, the beauty of the Lord in the Bible is one of the phrases that is a reference to God's favor. It's a very unique favor of God that comes upon the work of the hands of man. Praise the Lord. Yeah. There are other things that represent the favor of the Lord. But the beauty of the Lord is the unique favor that God pours upon the work of man's labor. So when what you are doing on the face of the earth, in terms of your work, your calling, your assignment, is to go well, if you need that divine assistance, what you implore from the Lord is what Moses implored from the Lord. Let your beauty come upon the work of our hands and establish. So it is this unique favor of God that establishes the ministry of a man of God. It establishes the person who sells in the market. This is what evil people go to the shrine to secure for the work of their hands. It is not, it is not the same thing you, if you want, um, I mean, typically if you want a baby and you enter into a spiritual place, you are not looking at this one. Praise the Lord. Except you are able to bring that baby into the realm of that is something you are laboring for. So if you are laboring for children, then this beauty will work for you there. Because it always has to do with the labor of man. So when I say the beauty of the Lord, we are talking about that unique favor that God pours upon the work of your hands. So that the work of your hands will be established. Now lift up your right hand and say, Father, I declare right now that the work of my hands shall be established because of your beauty. In the mighty name of Jesus, one more time say, I declare that the beauty of the Lord is upon the work of my hands. Now, the question is, how does God's beauty or God's favor upon us prosper our destinies the work of our hands included now this beauty of the lord which is the favor of the lord is the favor that goes to the market with you it works with you in the market so for me as a pastor this is my marketplace ministry is my marketplace for most of you who work for pharaoh <laughs> you might be a banker, you might be an entrepreneur, you might be in the open market, whatever you are doing out there. You also need the favor of the Lord to be able to succeed. Now, I am going to believe God to try to bring this revelation unto you. How the beauty of the Lord makes you prosper in the work of your hands. Now, the first point is, Failure in life is mostly dictated by either an identity or a credibility crisis. It's either you have an identity crisis that is making you fail, or you have a credibility crisis that is making you fail. Agreed? 
So that is to say that some people, what makes them fail is internal. He has a low self-esteem. Something is not right inside. It's in the mind. It's in the emotions. That makes them break down and fail. Or there is a credibility issue that has to do with your integrity. It has to do with how people see you. Because credibility is not how you see yourself. It's how people see you. Identity crisis is how you see yourself. So in identity crisis, the spies saw themselves as grasshoppers before the giant. That's an identity crisis. Gideon said, I'm the least. That's an identity crisis. But credibility is how you are seen, how you are perceived by other people. So either there is an internal battle making you fail, or there is an external battle that is making you fail. And I want to concentrate on the external battle, which is called credibility. Why? Because what challenges the success of most people in both ministry and industry is credibility. There are many men of God who are anointed, but because of lack of credibility, they cannot succeed. <laughs> Anointing really works when you are credible. Are you here now? Come on now. Are you here now? How many of you have heard of Jimmy Swaggart before? Very anointed. To today, very, very anointed. But for some reasons, credibility issues in the past, and this world never forgive people. In the past, he's, he's not been able to. I believe if God says he has succeeded, he has succeeded. But in terms of reach, something limited it. Because of the credibility issues he had. There are many ministers who have gone down because of credibility issues. Some are really anointed in industry. A credibility issue can destroy you. That's why big companies have legal teams and PR teams. They have PR department to do damage control. Look at the issue with Facebook now. Are you here now? Yeah. And you, you would think that is some lawmakers who are interested in giving him to know. There are competitors, and I'm going to talk about it, who are down there making sure that they break down this Facebook so that their own product will come because the guy has taken over. So when people want you to fail, they find a way to attack your credibility. And once your credibility comes under attack, your life is, is on its way down. The force of credibility is the king maker in every sphere of life. So your quest suffers when credibility comes under attack. When credibility comes under attack, <laughs> that is how your quest, your endeavor suffers. It comes under an unusual attack that, that might be difficult for you to shake off if God doesn't help you. And there are people who have taken like two decades. So many people have gone into hiding. Because credibility came under attack. May your credibility never come under attack in Jesus' name. That of your ministry and of your career will not come under attack. Shout a louder, amen. Why should we talk about the credibility of 
God's children. Why credibility? Why credibility? Credibility is a major asset in life because oftentimes innocent people are disenfranchised or charged wrongly for their color, their name, or a criminal resemblance. Yeah. You go to some places, your color doesn't give you a chance. Go to some places, your name will disqualify you. You go to some places, you look like a criminal. A criminal resemblance or semblance. There are some people who think every fair woman is from under the water. It's a credibility issue. But it's a lie. <laughs> That's a credibility is a king maker in the market marketplace. Yeah. That's why companies will pay a lot of money for advertisement. Is to make them look nice in the eyes of people and in the heart of people. That's all about advert. The product might not be as it is, but they will bow their rosa until the product will look very powerful. It's to gain credibility. It's to gain what? Where you come from can hinder and hamper your progress. The family you come from. If you are from this family, these people, they are lepers. <laughs> there are some men of God who came from some traditional spiritual churches. Like that, where you are, you and all those things. Yeah. And. <laughs> But possibly they, they have been delivered and they have become genuinely born again. But once people find out that that is where they came from, they look at them with two eyes. Maybe he's doing mischief. Hey, I'm preaching. Oh. In world politics, any time America enters a nation, whether they are going to help or whether they are going to be pillars or caterpillars, once America enters there, everybody knows that there is a vested interest. But sometimes they genuinely want to help. But credibility. I'm just telling you that this is what can happen to a minister's ministry. <laughs> this is what can happen to your business in the marketplace. Yeah, sometimes there can be a small infraction in your former place. And it shall be, it, somebody can blow it out of proportion. So that anytime you need a reference letter, that credibility goes ahead of your competence. So credibility is a major asset in life because oftentimes innocent people are disenfranchised or charged wrongly for their color, name, or a criminal. Look, sometimes a lady who has presence, let me use the right word, aura. There are some ladies when they enter a place, you know some human being has entered there. They look strong and they are very strong. But people take their presence for arrogance. 
She doesn't smile. That's what people say. But people don't even take time to get closer to the person. Uh, they just, that semblance just disqualifies them. People form perceptions, build prejudice against them. And immediately that person is taken out of the race or some form of kindness. If you understand, say I understand. So, for most people, it is confusion before competence. That is, when they appear, people are very much confused about them before they get to know what they have to offer. So, the way a person appears, talks, and works could make people judge them wrongly without knowing their true content or capabilities. Yes. The, the people look at the, the branding of the product and say, this one, it will, it will be fake. But that, the content can kill them. <laughs> but they look at it, they say, this one, the way they have even, because the owner of the product that doesn't know contemporary branding. Are you here at all? But the content is very serious. Hey. And I say, if you even look at the container now, but you think so. For some people, what meets them first is confusion. Before what competence? You can imagine if I brought a guest speaker here and the person is Rasta. So many of you here. I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about there. I'm talking about here. We'll be looking at the, that person with one kind eye. <laughs> Confusion ahead of the anointing. Hey. Even before the person, whether you say in the name of Jesus or in the name of Satan, you, you have already finished judging the person. Confusion before competence. And these credibility issues are sponsored in some ways. First of all, demonic forces combined with an individual's background and physical appearance could make potential helpers hold a wrong perception about an innocent person. Yeah. Demons. Yeah. Plus a person's Background can make their helpers hold the wrong perception about them. Again, competitors and haters, on the other hand, can assassinate a person's character to either limit or shut down his or her soaring influence in society. Yeah. People can do negative advert against you because they are your competitors. In the workplace, they'll be talking about you. Oh, this one is sleeping with the boss. This one is like that. It's, a, it's just to, to make sure that they, they limit or cut off your soaring influence in society or in that space. That's why they'll say that the rice you are selling in the community that have people come and draw queue to buy. They say that you have used some jujube to pass through the thing. Is to give you a credibility issue. 
I'm trying to give you the connection between the beauty of the Lord and your prosperity as a child of God. The favor of God. And I'm saying that the beauty of the Lord, the favor of the Lord, cures credibility issues in the marketplace. Yeah. So, God's beauty, when somebody, God wants to bless somebody, is going out there in a world where there are a lot of credibility issues for your business, for your product, for your ministry, for who you are. God's beauty or God's favor makes a person to stand out in the crowd as authentic and not synthetic. As God will put his beauty on the ministry. Everybody around will say, ah, this church, I can vouch for them. I can put my neck on the line. That as for this church, they are clean. <laughs> That's God's beauty. He puts it upon the church so that no assassination of the character of the church goes anywhere. So that people see the church, that is that kind of favor, as beautiful in their eyes. Because most churches in communities are hated by the community. Your business. God will make sure that his beauty comes upon it so that it will stand out. Somebody say stand out. It will stand out as authentic means that it's quality. And not synthetic. Praise the Lord. Abadi <laughs> Kalada. So the beauty of the Lord or the favor of the Lord shields us from being appraised as fake or counterfeit in the eyes of our destiny helpers. Yeah. It shields us when it comes upon you. Your destiny helpers don't see you to be fake. They see you to be original. To be genuine. <laughs> are you here at all? That you are not a counterfeit. Some pastors stand preaching and people say he's fake. They don't know. They don't even know the source of the fakery. But they, something tells them that look, he's fake. They don't have any empirical evidence. No physical evidence, but he said, look, I said he is fake. I didn't know to me here. But when God's favor comes upon you, he puts that aspect of the favor called his beauty. So that his beauty covers you. So that if they say God is genuine, they say you are genuine. They say God is authentic. They say you are authentic. So you become as beautiful as God himself. Before the eyes of your helpers. So that your helpers and customers are not confused about who you are. That's why Moses said, let the beauty of the Lord. Let the beauty of the Lord. Let the beauty of the Lord. Because before the Israelites got to know that it is God who has sent Moses, they almost killed him. They said, did we, did we tell you that we are tired in Egypt? And did we tell you there are no graves? Did we tell you that we are hungry? That you want to give us milk and honey? What do you want to suffer us? You, you cry. Who free him? 
So at some point in time, the guy ran away from Egypt. And God sent him. And when he sent him, he said, this time you are not going alone. All my powers. And one of the things God gave him was credibility before the people. So he said that when I go and the people ask me, who sent me here? Tell them that you are not here on your own. That I am. That I am. If you see me, you have seen I am. That's all he's saying. I am that I am. You are not coming in your name or in your image. You are coming in the name of the Lord and in the image of the Lord. It doesn't make sense to you again. God made man in his image and after his likeness. Sometimes before people know your likeness, which is your quality, your image disqualifies you. That's why God, he said, as they behold him, they are changed into the same image from glory to glory so that you will be appraised as genuine and authentic, not fake and synthetic. Are you following now? Put your hand on your head. Say, I receive the beauty of favor. By the power of the Holy Ghost. That from today. I shall not be appraised. As a fake person. In the sight of my helpers. My customers. My client. In the name of Jesus. Say wherever I go. People will see the beauty of the Lord. Upon my life. Upon my business. My product. My ministry. Whatever is in my hand, I declare right now, the favor of the Lord is upon it. In the name of Jesus, shout I receive the beauty of favor. So, when the beauty of favor, the beauty of favor makes people accepted, accommodated, tolerated, elevated and celebrated in places where others are rejected and insulted. Yeah. It distinguishes the favored from the flattered. Yeah. Now in a nutshell, divine favor which is God's beauty and is God's endorsement Divine beauty is God's endorsement and cure for all credibility issues with our earthly assignment. So if you are a wife, sometimes you make mistakes. But it is the beauty of the Lord that makes your husband not to think that your friend in the office you know, is shesheho with you. Do you understand that English I said? Because some people are your friend, they are your friend. Same for the man. Some people are coming into a relationship, they already have their mind of their own. Any degree of friendship means there's something in it. It will take God's beauty, God's favor in the sight of your partner for you to freely relate with others. And most of the time, when Satan wants to shut you down, he will cut you off from all your helpers. 
and he will give you credibility issues. They say he's a Casanova and he has not slept with any other person. But the way he bought the Gucci bag for the sister, no, it looks like he has an interest in the matter. He's just a kind-hearted brother. Am I talking here at all? May the beauty of the favor of the Lord come upon your life. Today, it is enriching your destiny. If your amen is louder, nobody will see you to be fake again. Lift your hand and say, I'm not fake. Say, I'm not synthetic. Say, from today, God's beauty has come upon me. Men and women, my helpers will see me as a genuine person. In the name of Jesus, wherever I go, I shall be accepted, accommodated, tolerated, celebrated, elevated. I will not be insulted. In the name of Jesus, I shall not be rejected. This is the beginning of chance. It's the beginning of what? When your helpers see that you are credible, they are free to give you chance. This world will give you chance if they see you are credible. Sometimes you are not competent, but they see you to be credible. Are you here now? There are many people who went for political positions who never won. Very competent, very educated, very accomplished. But the people saw them not to be credible. Are you here now? So they never gave them what? A chance. I wanted to give you a key, but it looks like I should stay here. You need credibility. Favor covers you with God's beauty. So that Kolama Lakata, before you appear there, something supernatural would have opened the eyes of the people. Yes. That they see that ah, there is an aura of God on you. You married this person, you have brought blessing into the house, even though the nose is not pointed. It's a flat screen. But the images are sharp. Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's do one key. Addiction to the presence of God. Of course, with everything in the kingdom, everything starts with a genuine encounter with Jesus Christ. That you are genuinely born again. Because favor is for the righteous. All right? Now, when you pass that level where you are a child of God, there are other things you need to be practicing for favor to be procured. For favor to be secured. And one of the major cardinal keys for the procurement of favor is an addiction to the presence of God. Is what? 
Psalm 27, verse number 4. Psalm 27, because we are talking about the beauty of the Lord. He said, one thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And as a result of that, what will happen? To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. So there is a direct connection between dwelling permanently in the temple, the house, the presence of God and beholding or encountering the beauty of the Lord. It's a direct connection. Direct. People who are directly connected to the presence can never miss the beauty. If you are soaked in the presence, you cannot be dry of the favor. If you are deeply planted in his presence, favor cannot be absent in your life. You cannot hold the presence for the favor to elude you. Anybody who is an addicted dweller of the presence of God can never ever be shortchanged in the market because of favor. I dwell there, I behold the beauty. Today I am declaring in Jesus' name that as you become a presence addict, may the beauty of the Lord saturate your destiny. May you find favor in the presence of your husband, in the presence of your client. May your generation be favorable towards you. I'm not hearing that amen, but I see that favor traveling here. Somebody shout favor. So, dwelling in the presence of the Lord is one of the ways to drink and refill your container with divine content of beauty. Why? We are irresistible because our regular beauty drinks from God's beauty source. Yeah. If you see me, you say I'm favored. My favor is secured from the favor that is in God. That makes me irresistible because God is irresistible. And everything gives birth after its own kind. So if God is beautiful beyond description, my favor and the result it brings must blow your mind. Because I have favor that is irresistible in the marketplace. You might not like my person, but you can't escape my product. Alika <laughs> to Zabaya. Are you here at all? Receive that favor here in the name of Jesus. When you stay in the presence of a skillful beautician, something happens to your makeup. And the Bible has been very clear that the Lord will beautify the meek with salvation. He's our beautifier. Your beautician determines your beauty. <laughs> he determines the way you look. Sometimes your natural look is more beautiful than the application of the beauty materials by that beautician. Because that beautician has bad hands and bad technique. But when you stay in the presence of a world-class beautician, 
when you appear, <laughs> people will see a new you, <laughs> a nicer you. Is God talking to somebody here? And God is the beautifier of our destiny. So you stay in the presence of a skillful beautician. By the time you come out, that's your big tribal mark. We can't find it. Everywhere is smooth and nice. Hey, hey. Look at someone say, hey. Now, hear this. There is no serious television station without a makeup artist to prepare people going on set. True or false? And what is the work of the makeup artist? The work of the makeup artist is to enhance the sharpness of the images and hide unpleasant facial spots. Yeah, because some things are not good for the camera. They are not good for the viewers. I'm preaching, no? God also being our makeup artist. You see, a makeup artist cannot make you up when you are away from them. It's not possible. You have to be in their presence for them to apply their beauty things on you. Tell somebody that it's not by proxy. It's by physical presence. <laughs> so, the, the God is our makeup artist. And God also applies beauty makeup on people who seek him before they are showcased to their world at large. The same way a makeup artist for a television station will touch on the image before the person goes on set. And they will be watching from Afghanistan, America, everywhere. Before God showcases you to the world, if you are in his presence, he makes you up. And what he uses to make you up is called favor. And that favor is his beauty aspect. Is somebody here at all? I see that favor coming upon you. Before the world will see you, God's favor is coming upon you in Jesus' name. So for everyone who dwells in the presence, God does not permit men to see you until his own mask of beauty is on your face. He must put his own mask before he permits people to see you. Now, before God showcases us to the world, his own makeup hides all our weaknesses and projects beauty to the awe of onlookers. Yeah, and you and I, we have weaknesses. So. We have flaws in our competences. But before God showcases you out there, Kalamanda, you see, when Mephibosheth received favor in the sight of David because of the covenant, he was brought to the royal table. And when he was made to sit on the table, the table that the king set, the king in the place of God, the table hid all his incapabilities, his disabilities, the crippleness was under the table. The only place that was showcased was the very viable part of his body. So people, people who came to the room could not see who was crippled and who was not crippled. Because everybody's top was moving. 
That is what favor does. Hide all your weaknesses. They don't know why you talk by heart at work, but your husband still loves you. Something has hidden it. <laughs> Some of your subordinates, they don't understand why you are a strong child. And still your husband comes to pick you. It's a mystery. But I see favor working for you. And you know that you are not shouting in the house like you shout in the workplace. Your husband loves you, Keke. You are the Nico. Sekina. <laughs> Somebody's beauty is being enhanced. I see favor coming down. It's on the keeper's house. And it's on somebody listening to me now. Receive that beauty now. <laughs> Please take note of this. Take your seat. You cannot stay in the presence of a beautiful God and appear ugly before men. It's impossible. Moses went to, the, went to the top of the mountain. When he appeared, the same way people could not look at the face of God, they couldn't look at his face. Jesus went to the mount to face God. And when he came out, the disciples could not look at his face because he had been transfigured. Anyone who stays in the presence of God will be inundated with favor. Endued, empowered with favor. That's why for a pastor, for whoever you are, a child of God, your greatest asset is staying addicted to the presence of God. Every blessing in Psalm 91 is just as a result of dwelling in the presence. People who don't have time for the presence don't have time for favor. If you are in a hurry to leave the presence, you are not ready for favor to stay permanently with you. The longer you tarry, the more addicted you become to the presence. The more favor becomes addicted to your situations and circumstances. You see, because you, if you stay in a smoky kitchen, when you come out of that kitchen, you must not be smelling gucci. You'll be smelling smoky. Am I preaching now? You can't be diving into dust. And come out clean like, like snow. You dive into God's dust. You come out as gold dust. And I see favor. As you stay in the presence of the Lord. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter how far you have gone or been delayed. As you become addicted to his presence. Favor is coming upon you. 
I feel it. I feel it. Malika to Zaziah. Hey, Lift your hands say, the presence of God is my dwelling place. What's the point? <laughs> the abode of God's presence also houses his abilities and glory. So anybody who abides there, Jesus said, you abide in me, I abide in you, the equation will change. If you cultivate the culture of entertaining his presence, you shall be undoubtedly soaked with divine favor. Cultivate the habit, the culture of staying permanently in his presence. Entertaining, somebody say entertain the presence of God. Have you seen why I don't have time to be playing some music in my car? Look, there is a difference between playing shutters taking over in your car on your way to a competitive bid and playing Sinatra's overflow taking over walking in abundance moving in the speed of the Holy Ghost I am favored I'm taking over. Oh, this is my season. The effects are different. Entertaining the presence. Solamakata. David said, one of the ways to entertain the presence is I will permanently dwell in the temple. <laughs> there is a temple accumulation of presence. For temple dwellers. Yeah. Some things can happen in a far land. But some things must happen in the right place. Let me tell you. No pastors listen. No proper deep fetish priest. Worries him or herself with farming activity. He's a proper fetish priest who becomes renowned. He's always in the shrine. Speaking to the oracles and growing with the oracles. You cannot be a pastor without a misplaced priority. Moving from pillar to pole, people's houses, one house to another. That is not how. Visitation is good. But the people are in church that through you, they will have divine visitation. <laughs> Not all this. I'm in your house today. It's like, how are you? <laughs> when people are in deeper waters, they know you don't have it. Because people don't come to church to listen to a fine-faced pastor. When Moses was coming from the top of the mountain, they gathered at the base of the mountain because they knew that this is a man that had encountered God on top of the mountain. Let us hear him. If you are in their level, they won't gather around you. You need to be dwelling higher. Solikapaya, Sadikamalanda. 
Aduda Baragaraza, Igalama Noza, as you move on in your ministry and in your business or career path line, let me give you this sound spiritual counsel. Be an addicted dweller of the presence of God. Have an addiction. Every addiction is cultivated. Every addiction takes time. Addiction to television takes time. Somebody doesn't wake up one day and say, I'm addicted to television. It takes time. Praise the Lord. So most people, including ministers of the Lord, waste away being in the wrong company with confused priorities. And why is your priorities important as far as where you stay and who you stay with? Why? Number one, association is the highest frequency platform for impartation. He that works with the wise, Kola Zabaya, shall become wise. Let me tell you, there are things that defy biology. Let an ugly sister start working with sharp sisters. Sharp, sleek sisters. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, no. The ugly sister will start looking sharp in your eyes. Two of us, there is a metamorphosis, a transformation. There is a, a supernatural change that happens based on association. Iron sharpened iron. Check it all. So does a brother brighten the countenance. <laughs> countenance. It will change the way you look. And your outlook will change. That's why association is the highest frequency for impartation. Why do you need to be in the right place with the right person? Who is God? Who you follow determines what follows you. Who you company with determines what accompanies your life. And at this point, I want you to make a choice. Who you want to company with to determine what accompanies you. God has an unlimited reservoir of favor within his body. Your connection or company with him makes you begin to drink from that source. Are you here now? If you walk with the wise, you become wise. Stay in the presence of God with an addiction. And favor, your life will be addicted to favor. <laughs> Salamanga. In the presence, there is fullness of joy. Fullness. Everything there is full. It's a complete package. Treasures forevermore. Treasures of favor. Ligada and God was with Joseph. Genesis 39, verse 2. And God favored him even in jail. The presence is the producer of the favor. I choose to stay in the presence of God. Manda Kalamandas. Adila Bradiga. Esh. That's why I'm always running to church. I'm always building a presence, an altar 
in my own house, in my bedroom, in my house, Kolamanda, Sokredi Barada, Jegadada. Atmosphere is created. Create a godly atmosphere in your office, in your home, in your car. Preach the word. Let the word preach. Let godly music flow. Speak in tongues or pray in your language. The presence you are activating the prayer is that like you are turning on this wish and turning on this thing and turning on this and turning on this. By the time you know everything around you is functioning because atmosphere is created. Salabakaha Segede Behete Ilabakaluza. You need to make a decision today. Make a choice today. Where do you want to stay? <laughs> you have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Vawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244 177 831 or 0204 916 168 or 0277 532 360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9:30 a.m. for the second service, and 11:30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.